So, uh, this is a poem written by D- our friend, dear friend of the show, Dijon Dujour. Amy, Amy, sweet and true, how I wish I to be headphones. with you, sad and demure like the willow. I want your image on a pillow. I love you, Amy. You, you, can, t- you can put it back on now. Great. What's up, fellow teens? Welcome to Jurgen It, the podcast about the secret life of the American teenager on ABC Family, now known as Freeform. I'm Sam Canning, and I'll be your date to the funeral tonight. And I'm Jordan Canning, your caddy and pallbearer. So here we are, talking about Season 2, Episode 3, Par for the Course. Par for the Course. and Title uh, watch. Right on the money. 2018. 10 out of 10. Hit it out of the park. Home run. Strike. Grand Slam. Getting all the correct sports metaphors Touchdown. In Ping pong. Uh, oh, that's a baseball. Oh, that's a- oh shit. Kill yourself. <laughs> Do you want to come back to life and try that again? I can't believe I More sports that. terms. Uh, bazinga. Bowling. So, uh, yeah, it really is par for the it's course. The, it's the, the best it's episode. A, sucks. It's great. I loved it the first time. And the mm-hmm. second time, I was just anticipating the end of it so much that it made me just a giddy idiot, a giddyit, as I call, as I'm famously the known end of it. Call. The end of it is good. The end of it is good. The end of it. So we'll talk about it when uh, we get there. So yeah, we we do, that that is normally the format. So of the we're show. at so, the Bowman's house, but it's not the Bowman's anymore because the the Bowman is gone. It's 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 a bow person's house, and Tom opens the door, and Jack is there, and Tom Tom hates him now, and he says, "What are you doing here?" Because because Tom realized the thing about sex is that you can't have just one. You can't 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 do it by yourself. It's well, gotta be another person. You don't remember the episode with Henry talking about how he has sex or how Alice has sex with herself. Oh, that's true. And Fuck. also, when he was Shit. alive, Shit. Kathleen said that Ka- Marshall was like, I hope you're not cheating on me with yourself. Remember that? Oh, sh- oh, fuck, you're right. Wow, I really misunderstood this entire show. So Tom is well-versed in the fact that it does take two to bango. Tom recognizes that in this one rare instance, two people were involved in a case yes, of sexual This show is actually mainly about people having sex with themselves. Couples having sex is a rare occurrence. Don't f- think about Ricky and Adrian, okay? Tom recognizes correctly that they both killed Marshall together as a team on purpose, so he hates Jack he now. He hates Jack now, and Jack wants to talk to Grace because he's just a big mess of emotions. He's, like, sad and horny and drunk and... Crunk. And cronk. Yeah. And he... Cronk. He... He... <laughs> He walks in and he's doing a funny uh, impression of Kronk from his like, new groove like, that I'm not going to hey, do. Hey, Grace, my spinach puffs. Yeah, so Tom has a comment about about this that I thought was very weird, which was when he he says he says I'm down to my last parent. <laughs> I I need another Come one. On. Up. Come on. 
on, man. Don't have. Se- he's oh yeah, Je- he's because that's responding to I Jack had saying, two, and then I had one, Jack's and then I had like, zero, and then I had two again, and now I only have one. Jack said, uh, well, "You would so have greedy. sex with Tammy if she wouldn't have sex with you." And he's like, "No, I'm down to one parent." They're at it. Yeah, very. It's very normal. Interesting and ways real. of approaching the whole <laughs> my dad died thing. <laughs> oh man, ah oh, beans, I lost another one. Ah, oh, come on. It's great because later in the episode, uh, Grace is like, you can get another one of those. You can get a new top of the line husband, mom. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll I'm just saying that. that to to the Bowman's parents are completely replaceable and expendable. That is correct. So, speaking of Grace, Jack walks into her room and she's making her bed. Good for her. She it's did. the day of Marshall Bowman's funeral and that. she's not going. Oh, yeah, she's not going. And then, ja- Jack and then, tries to help make her bed and she hates it. And she thinks that, like, if he touches her bed, then he'll, like, he'll, like, uh, flash back to the time. Sin. Yeah, that's where the, if he touches it, Mom, uh, Marshall will die again. Yeah, it, it, he'll go to double heaven. Yeah, so Grace has a new strat, which is, and Perfect, I, yes. I don't want to, I don't want to like make fun of Grace too hard because I mean she is grieving, and I'll accept that uh, her, her, she's maybe being irrational. Yeah, I mean, but she's died, so she's whatever. just pretending like she didn't want to have sex, right? And and Jack's like, I thought you wanted, I thought you wanted to, and she says, huh, huh, you know, I had to do it, and then uh, like, <laughs> no. and and uh, yeah, so she's saying that everything was Jack's fault all the time, and she does all the time, all the, the time, yeah, another meme, and she doesn't want to go, and uh, yeah, so then we're at the, she says, she says she can't go there and face her father, so confirmed, Marshall is God, and he will be there. Or she's just going to be confronted with the the sweet ashes of her her dad. Uh, then she tells Jack that she hates him, and then she tells Jack that she hates herself too. Yikeruski! It's it's uh, it's sad, it's, but also it was a very weird one. forced delivery. So yeah. we then cut to <laughs> we cut to the Jurgens household, and Amy. No, I, Amy. No, I had I had some issues with this scene. I mean, yes, there's there's a long list of issues, but un- what is un- the first one? I don't usually I don't usually take issue with stuff on this show but i i had a few i had a few little critiques nitpicks. just a few critiques. little yeah just a few little things number like, one okay so amy's amy's wearing her bathrobe and she's over looking her, for her history po- her history paper she's running late for school she's wearing her jeans she's wearing jeans and a t-shirt and she has a now robe that's over the thing them. i didn't notice that until like the end of the scene that she's wearing her bathrobe and i was like okay she must have like just gotten out of the shower and she says something in a in a minute to indicate that she was just her hair out is of the completely shower. dry also her hair is completely dry but i don't know how hair works uh it's a tv show and so it's the dry she takes yeah she gets dry cleaned now, she she dry cleaned her hair and <laughs> she's wearing her bathrobe and i was like okay fine whatever who cares that's the thing nothing no- nothing to comment on here and then at the end of this scene there's like a full body shot of amy where you can see that she is in fact completely dressed under yes, her bathrobe she's dressed i mean her bathrobe is open too it's not closed she's wearing jeans right. and a gray t-shirt just i i didn't i didn't notice it until then <laughs> yes yeah it's, she it's is in bad. fact she did in fact get fully dressed and then put on her bathrobe it's which, great i mean presumably that's that what they're for it, i hope that means it was dry she takes a shower in her clothes is what uh, that tells me to wash them and then she uses the bathroom I mean, as a towel to she's dry her so clothes. tired she's so busy she's just saving time by washing herself and her clothes 
I also like the little detail of when Ricky comes in, he opens the the door and John's like baby chair thing is just sitting in front of the door for no reason. It added nothing to the scene, but it was there. I don't know why Amy's approach to mothering is just to sort of throw baby supplies throw everything everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So good boy Ricky comes over. Good good boy Ricky again. Just for now. For now. He gets a little weird later. But oh, I remembered. I remembered the other thing. Oh, fuck. We didn't talk about this at the beginning of the episode like I was going to. Uh, hi. Welcome to Jurgen at the beginning of the episode where I was going to talk about this. Sorry. Uh, Patreon. Um, so full. We could uh, talk about part- this at the end of the episode if you want to. No. Parting the kimono. This is our second attempt at recording this because we got like nine minutes in and Jordan's computer had a problem. So we already did this. Uh, so that's why I forgot to do this the second time around. Patreon. Uh, Secret Diary of Ashley Jurgens readings are online. First one is on now. They're very We're funny. Be doing them once a week. It's good. One dollar. Just a dollar. You could shit. get Just five gum. You could get four gum or four gumballs or spit those gumballs out. Throw them in the trash. Give them well, to that us. won't get the money back, but I will say wh- you can take that one dollar out of your normal daily gumball budget or monthly gumball budget rather, and you can give it to us instead because I mean that like is one in a th- one in a third gumball every week or one that's reading of Ashley Jurgens' secret diary. That's, that's like point three cents a day. You don't need that that's money. Right. You don't need that money. We don't want. We don't. We won't feel bad if you just give us a dollar. We don't care. I just want you to hear. Jordan our doesn't funny need re- that money. I don't I need, need that, that money. money. Sam needs that money for his uh, secret bear fund. Uh, don't worry. Now I don't. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting take uh, on my life. Now the other. The other thing that I wanted to talk about was you may have noticed the the sick new logo that we got. Oh my god! It's so good. So there I was on Discord and. Lo and behold, what should I see but a but a, a beautiful a sexy Mario of, staring back at a, me of a big, tall, giant breasted Mario. Voluptuous. It's the, truly the Adrian Mario of Mario. Bro. And he he looked so good that I immediately uh, commissioned a logo from from uh, our friend Beelzeboob. Thank who, you so much, Beelzeboob, who drew the the Mario. And how fucking good is that logo? It's so uh, good, and I, I really appreciate the fact that we've just recast uh, Amy as a very sexy boobed Mario. <laughs> it's really yeah, so great. If you, if you go on Netflix and you try to watch The Secret Life of the American Teenager, you it's may actually wrong. Slight changes. Uh, that's, that's the second take. We promised they the first one. They have photoshopped one. Mario in. <laughs> He's in. And, but uh, they, did, they did leave... Uh, Amy's giant honkers. Yeah, her honkers are there, and her, and and Mario never wore a scarf, so that's gone. Right. So anyway, welcome to the episode of this podcast. Okay, we're back. So so uh, Ricky came over, and he he's gonna take John to daycare, and Amy hates it. Amy, Amy, you know how Amy like is re- she like really loves her son and is like super possessive of him. Remember how Amy was like, "I'm she, not she going always, to be able to take care of this baby by myself. I need Ricky to help me take care of the baby." And then Ricky's like, "I'll help you take care of the baby." She's like, "No, I can do it myself, Ricky." Now I think you'll find that Amy has always been incredibly. I want to be the only one who ever takes care of my baby. Now, if I remember correctly, the scene where she decided to keep her baby, she was very specific about the fact that she would only do this if nobody else helped out in any way. Yeah, remember when so, Ashley was like, "Amy, if you keep the baby, we'll stay away from you." Okay, we know Amy that's was like, really you fucking better. And I couldn't believe they said that on ABC. That's Family why. Uh, that's why 
when their condition was like, Leon and Donovan will give you this baby, but only if you let Amy raise it. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, so so Amy hates that Ricky wants to take John. She's to like, you're for some not reason. capable of dropping our son off at daycare. You don't even have a a, a car you, seat. You probably think that dropping him off at daycare means dropping him off a cliff. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, like oh, she, no, yeah. Uh, and then, and then Ashley's and like, then, no, that's what I do. Yeah, but then it turned. Then it. Then the show remembers that Ricky's actually like so good with John, and John yeah. loves him. Thank you, John, Ricky. Yeah. So Anne comes out as if to just hand off Lil John, the rapper, not the baby, to yeah, Ricky. Yeah. To Ricky. Uh, that was and my very bad, Lil John. That was that like was it? uh bad. So and she's just like, no, Amy, Ricky will take the baby to daycare. Stop. It turns out Ricky already called first, so shut up, Amy. Amy now, hates it. So also, the microwave is open in the background. Who knows? Any okay, guesses? That's, now that's a nitpick. Uh, now I gotta say, Anne probably should have told Amy that Ricky was coming over. And Anne says that she has a very important meeting at work, which is a is a, a bit of a larf hmm. considering what the fuck even is her job. Uh, she needs to talk about using recycled wood and solar roofs. Yeah, pave so your Amy, pave your driveway with a solar roadway. So now, okay, here we go. This is this is the the like whole point of the episode right here. So Amy can't Amy can't take off work for the funeral because everybody else since since she works at the church daycare, which is every, all mentioned. of her coworkers, all of her coworkers are were close to Marshall, so they're all going to the funeral, and she's gonna but the thing take care of the one thing you got to know about Amy is that she uh-huh. was best friends with Marshall. She and really, she, she really loved, did get along well with Marshall. She, she was at definitely in at least zero scenes I with think Marshall. She was, she was probably flying the plane. She so, she killed Marshall. So Amy's gonna watch a hundred babies alone for the duration of the funeral, and she um, doesn't want to. So she just wants to take off so no one's watching the babies. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, please, mom. I'm sure they have a backup plan." Uh, Amy, 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 you're, Amy, you're at the backup That's, plan. That that is you or it. You. That's, Hello. You are. You are that. It is you. It. it you. And this you is, are this the one. This is when I noticed that Amy was wearing her bathrobe over her regular clothes, mm-hmm. and I started screaming and crying. I mean, she's so tired. What, what can you expect? Uh, Amy really wants to go to Marshall Bowman's funeral because everyone else is going. Yeah. Now and yeah. Well, it's bad. we'll talk more about it. It's it's a it comes up a lot. So Amy calls Ben and he says, "Good morning. It was and, nice kissing you last night. I dreamed about it." And Amy says, lucky you, but I really, really heard her say, fuck you. <laughs> For real? No, Good. she's saying, lucky you, I, I never dream. And let me tell you about I, Ben I would Ben's breakfast setup. I would setup. love to dream about kissing me. Ben is eating Cheerios for breakfast so... and drinking orange juice, but like all normal, everyday, average boys, he's eating it on a silver platter out of a silver uh-huh. bowl with silverware uh-huh. and the orange juice is lovingly stored in a crystal wine glass like a normal person now you, now you missed you missed one part cuz he does have his cheerios in a silver bowl with a silver spoon they're silver cheerios but there is there is a silver uh Man. Th- there is a silver plate separating the bowl from the platter god forbid you, you got to have some, a, yes. you got to have as many layers of silver as possible got to have some fucking decorum ben boykovich that's right. It's breakfast, bitch. It's breakfast of champions. He's not going to eat like one of the pores. That's right. Ben, I'm so glad that the show ends with you being sacrificed Poor. to the Dark Lord. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't mean to spoil oh, it. Oh, sorry. The Dark Lord. Uh, the uh, Dark Lord. Ben is... Ben is... is 
trying to talk to Amy. I can't even remember what. I was just so I was so caught up in he, he I could see Amy, myself in that silver. He tells Amy, well, that was because it was Jordan Canning branded uh Yeah, it was me. I, I sell silver. Yeah. Uh so Ben tells Amy that he's also not going to the funeral, and what he says here made my bones shrivel up, <laughs> which was we're new parents. We can't do everything. <laughs> it's not your fucking baby, Ben. I gave birth to that baby myself, You're not Amy. A parent. I'm a Why new mother. Are you like this. Uh, and then Ben says, "I love you," and Amy hangs up mid you. Yeah, and which it's is good. great. Ashley comes out and she says, uh, "Amy, you look like hell." So that tells me that hell looks completely normal, but a robe is there. Yeah, I was like, Amy looks exactly the same as always, but with a bathrobe on. Hell is is life, but you have a bathrobe at all times. It's and then not like, Amy, it's not like she doesn't have her makeup on or her hair's fucked up. She looks exactly the same as always, except it's a bathrobe. Amy does like Grinch smile and is like, Ashley, you look beautiful today. Would you care to work? You know, there's a common thread on this show of just people trying to work at other people's jobs. Yeah, we saw, we saw, a little, I guess this is the the bigger example of that in this episode, but there is a minor one that's contentious later, but. But Ben now, too, now, Ben was you like, know, I'll you work Ashley... your, remember when Amy was working at the hot dog stand and Ben was like, I'll work your shift for you, Amy, don't worry. I sure do. Now, now one thing, one thing about Ashley that I think you'll definitely remember is if there's one thing she cares about, it's the fact that she's too young to have a job, you know? Oh yeah, she never worked, and she also never volunteered Just to like work historically for speaking. Amy. She definitely didn't get a job, and she also definitely didn't agree to get a job to help Amy pay for her baby. Super never helped. Super never offered to help Amy with uh, anything at she all. And de- also well, she's never already had a job. She fulfilled her obligation to the child for the rest of his life. If you, that's yeah, right. I, and Amy says, go- "Amy's like, hey, can you work at the church daycare for me so I can go to the funeral of this guy?" And she's like. She's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I, I'm too young and blah, blah, blah. And Amy says, well, it's not like it's not like you're employed there. If you're just volunteering, nobody will mind. <laughs> Work you for know me. Don't get paid for me, Ashley. When when I'm leaving my baby somewhere, I like for a Strangers. person who ju- a stranger. to just come in and be like, I'll do it for free. I mean, when I go anywhere anywhere i mean the thing the thing is is that amy pulled out her phone and then used the fiverr for immigrants to to hire a uh-huh. a five dollar immigrant slave yeah this t- show really was ahead of its time it's really great that that was a thing that someone wrote well come for to politico think of it, they did cite this episode in the politico article yes but um yeah but, so uh, ashley is like why would i go to the funeral i don't know dr bowman and neither did you thanks ashley i love now. how many people call out amy on the fact that she has absolutely no reason to go to the funeral did did, did, did you feel like ashley was okay for this episode yeah but she but like I, you only, can't go only get because it. amy was being so weird amy was being really weird and ashley wasn't really in it for that you remember much. thomas who so ashley uh Ashley like looks at the script and says, "Amy, you only want to go to the funeral because everyone else is going, and you feel left out because you have a baby now and you can't do anything with anyone, even though you're never watching your baby." <laughs> I mean, it's true, and also like you could technically take the baby if you really wanted to go. Yeah, but uh, no, Ricky, no, 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 she wait, can't no, because, she can't, she, she because she's working right. at the daycare. I mean, they could just have the funeral at the daycare for her. <laughs> she's tired. <laughs> sure. Well, she is tired because it's of this moment, fa- it was said, Marshall's favorite place. This is when Amy says to Ashley, "I'm tired of working." 
Hey, Amy. Do you know you didn't have to keep that baby, Amy? Hey, Amy. 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 Yes. I don't know how to tell you this. Yes. You're you're a mom with a kid that you that you had several opportunities to either not have or give up for adoption, and you chose the version where you have the job. And no, Ashley chose that. the version where she has the job. That is true. That's true. That's true. That is entirely true. Uh, and George shows it up. Is, and it is. It is. We we really do get a glimpse and like a true for real glimpse into the heart of Amy. That is that she really genuinely has no feelings for her own son. And would love much better to not have him. Yeah, well, we'll talk more about that later. Yeah, so. I just, I just gotta throw that out there. So funny, George comes in to steal a can opener, but li- so funny. he, he, he thinks he needs it to open some Altoids, but those come in a can, a tin, not a can. Ah, oh, nice. Well, yeah, George is funny, and uh, Ashley does it, and 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 Anne is like, that's fine, and then which is uncharacteristic funny. for Anne, but it is funny. I, I actually thought, I thought it was uncanny. And so Anne says... Anne is uh, extremely pregnant, which is uncharacteristic for this show. Anne says to George that they haven't filed for divorce yet. They plum forgot. And George... I mean, He's I can't like, blame them. They had, they had shit going George on. George is, so like, George, weirdly okay for a few seconds. bizarrely chill. He's like, he's like, Anne's like, I want the house and everything in it and the car. And I was going to have both the kids. And then he's like, that's fine. I have a house and I don't really need it. And then she's yeah, just he, like, he's, he's like, hey, I mean, I, we, we had a deal. We were partners and I chose to go outside the marriage for sex. And you know, that's, it's, who is this? And who is she? When, when he says that he'll sign the papers, he's like, so, uh, you getting married then? And she says, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Lots of people who and, and don't why, want. Why, why, why is that? Hmm. Anna's like 40. Why does she feel like she has to marry David? Because David is Ben. She's like 40 and has what I assume is a good paying job now. No, she doesn't actually have a job. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> she then just goes to George, her boyfriend's job all the time. George is being like really chill and, and, and then all nice of a sudden Anne, and then they start yelling at each other and I literally didn't understand why. Uh, cause George Anne's like, oh wait, you're okay, but I thought you didn't have money. So apparently George really is still hiding money. I thought we had reached the end of this. But then funny George is secretly does have a buried treasure. I really I I am so beyond trying okay, to and then keep up with that plot line. They yell and yell and yell and I'll, yell. I'll believe it when they fucking show me the chest, okay? When they open the chest full of gold coins and mints, I'll believe it. George opens the can of Altoids and there's like a yellow pulp fiction funny yellow pulp fiction glow. Oh, references. And, it's, and yeah, yeah because it's, it's full of piss. Yeah, uh, good. So, and then we cut to Amy in her bed asleep. Okay. A- George is like, where's Amy? Thanks. She better not be getting pregnant again. Great. And then yeah. she's funny sleeping. She's asleep, and it's great, and I understood why. And then Henry and Alice are holding hands. What is Alice wearing right now? It's very... She's uh, wearing cool teen funeral garb. She's wearing cool teen goth girl clothes. I didn't realize, I didn't realize at first, it is because they are wearing black to indicate that they're going to the funeral, because, you know... You know, Henry when, and Alice love When I'm Marshall. going to a funeral later that day, I, I do like to go to school wearing my funeral clothes. I mean, yeah. Personally. That's, that's how you know that literally everyone is going, by which I mean... The only people. people wearing black are, yeah, four people. Henry, uh, Alice, Madison, Lauren, that's it. Great. The, Marshall's best friends. He, they were on the plane with him also. They survived. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, why is everyone going? 
Well, I'll tell you why everyone's going. Oh, also, we'll as they're as they're wearing black, uh, Alice is questioning with Henry, do they want to go to the funeral? <laughs> so they're yeah. just wore black in preparation for if they decided to go, I guess. Well, you know how you do. And then, and, and then, and then Alice says, Alice. Yeah. Alice says, I thought you wanted to go. And then Henry says, but we're here friends. What? Hmm. Yeah. So, well, Alice says, why is it? He's like, well, everyone's going. And she says, why, why is everyone going? And he says, Grace is very popular. So two, two thoughts. Grace has a lot Number of friends. One, Grace canonically has no friends. Everyone loves Graymond. But you know how when the popular girl at school, you know how when her dad dies, everyone <laughs> goes to the funeral? Yeah. They, that makes okay. them feel more popular. There you go. So Adrian shows up and she's like, actually, you're not her so friend. So this is a good Adrian episode, I think. Thoughts? Yeah, I, I agree. This is, I think, my favorite Adrian episode. Except, yeah, it was pretty good. I I feel like I'm... Uh, this was definitely... I, I think this had Adrian. I Adrian's- feel like I might have had an issue with something she did, but I can't think what it was. So maybe we'll get there. Maybe I'll turn out to be wrong and just assume. So Adrian shows up and is very confused why Henry and Alice are going to the funeral. She doesn't even know she's going to go. Because Grace isn't going to go. And then fun... Hey, remember... Uh, Remember Funny Joe? Oh, Joe! Joe, Funny funny Joe Hampton, Brenda's son. I get it. So they were like, how can we have a funny, like a Joe moment? What could, what skeezy activity could Joe be up to right now? And the thing they settled on. It's a a good one. It's a, it it is a, it is a good one. Is it? It's a good one. And that's the, uh, the thing about Joe. His thing is that he's taking bets from all the kids at school on like whether Grace is going to go to her dad's funeral. It's good. I can't believe this is a thing that, uh, but, but this means that it got out to the school that Grace thinks that she killed her own father. Yeah, so I, and wonder, then, I wonder whose fault that could possibly hmm, be. I wonder Actually, I don't know, because the only people- well, They confirm it, but to? it doesn't it make to- sense how they know. She said it to Adrian and Amy- and neither of them told anyone. She said it to Jack. And then Madison and Lauren told everyone I guess because Jack they, have, told they Ricky. just absorb it through osmosis. Yeah, they just they just know. But when um, when Joe says that he's taking bets, Adrian like hits him and it it, it it she really socked it to him. The noise was like Phew. she shot him. Yeah, and Joe died. Yeah, so she she shoots Joe and um I I liked how Joe. This is kind of a kind of a Secret Life classic thing going on right here uh, in this episode because Joe says, "You know, everyone's saying that Grace is going to be the next Miss Havisham." Who? Because you know, you know, I don't understand were, this reference. When you were in high school, when everyone was getting in their in their book clubs and uh, doing what teens love to do, which is reading Great Expectations by Charles Dickens. Oh yeah, duh. That's Miss Havisham, of course, was a very popular character among teens, and they all love to reference her. Remember when that was the thing that this show did constantly? I mean, she is the she, she Miss Havisham was truly the fidget spinner of her time. She really was of two thousand. By her time, we mean two thousand eight. <laughs> um, and then Adrian, the, yeah. Adrian, after Joe t- uh, tells her about the betting, and after she slaps him, she just looks down the hallway and yells, "You are all disgusting." Disgusting at nobody in particular, which is exactly who reacts to her. Yeah, it's great. I mean, the thing about this, do you know I realized something about, about Ulysses S. Grant High School? Uh-huh. It's a magnet school, right? And it's a really good school. And uh-huh. there's a handful of, of kids who go there uh, that we know. 
and they all coincidentally went to this good school, but it it's actually Ulysses S. Grant's school for the deaf. Oh. Everyone there is deaf except for a handful of the characters we know, and that's why no one reacts to anything, unless you, like, now run that, up to them. Now, the idea of everyone at the school being deaf does massively conflict with everything else that's ha- ever happened on the show, and in that sense, I guess you could say it's par for the course. So, Jack tells Adrian that Grace hates him, <laughs> Jack he hates himself. He's, he hates Adrian, and he hates and her, he, too. He blames... Adrian for making in the in the Tom vein the Tom school of thought Tomism we call it Jack now believes that sex did in fact kill Marshall yeah don't you so here we are we made it yay it's there's a lot of people getting a lot of signs from God for various reasons and uh yeah yeah, she says a thing to she says he says the mean thing to Adrian, and Adrian slaps him, and then LeBen Defender comes to the rescue. Well, let's, let's not let's not just gloss over. He said the mean thing. He said you started all this by making me horny. It's your fault. Oh yes, for he did. He did do sex completely. With and then Adrian's like, "You're the one who called me." You and called then he said, me, and, and then he like, says, "Well, you, you made me know? horny by not rejecting me, you bitch slut." Yeah, and then she slaps him. Good. Yeah, and it's good. And then Ben Ben comes over. And ben gives her a. Ben, she's like sad because everyone thinks that she killed Marshall. Which, if she did, good job. But you didn't. <laughs> uh, and be, she's like crying. And then Ben gives her a hug. What did now, you was thi- this is weird? This was weird as fuck to see, in my opinion, because is this the first time that they've ever interacted with each other? No. Ben gave her five hundred dollars to drive. Oh, you're right. They've talked you're several right. times. Okay, but I, Ben, I couldn't think of another time that they had talked. Ben to like each gives other. Adrian okay. a hug because she's sad, and then she hugs him back, and it's bad. Yeah, and then and then and then remember when? But when I mean, this, she's she's having a yeah, hard exa- time. I was gonna and... say this is not. It's gross, but I wouldn't say that this is Ben being like creepy boy like no, he is later. So. But but of course, They're best because, friends remember because Ben is is consoling a sad person. Literally the same thing that happened with Amy and Ricky. Yeah. Amy's like, Amy sees him, and then he's like, wait, Amy, I had to give you this ring. <laughs> it's good. It's it's show. like poetry. What the it fuck is this? I hate this show. This God show just keeps it. going in circles every time. It's so bad. And then Amy, Amy's, Amy's like, like, Ben, you're, you're trying to have sex with Adrian. And he goes, oh, I just got the joke here. Okay. Because he, he says, I'm, I'm not trying to sleep with anyone are you? And she's like, what? And then he points out that she's wearing funny slippers. Ha 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 She's wearing her funny... Now, funny Amy wears slippers is the thing. I was very confused by that because I thought that he was saying, you're trying to get guys to have sex with you because you're wearing your horny slippers. But no, he was he was no. just saying sleep... Like yes. It was a sleep joke. Yes, I get it. It, was a, it was kind of a sleep joke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Amy says... If you think she says, if you think Adrian is going to have sex with you because I won't have sex with you, you have another thing coming, Ben Boykovich. That's not what she said. She said you've got another thought coming, like people say. Hmm. Nice. That's almost like she lives in some kind of a cupboard. Yeah, and then she uh, Ben t- <laughs> Ben tells Amy <laughs> that she's insecure, which is just it's very L O L. Oh boy, chef discourse emoji. Very good. Ben is seriously. This episode is just Ben experiencing cognitive you know, dissonance. Amy, I, I think I, I think that you're insecure and horny and possessive and creepy. Amy, I don't know why you want to have sex with me so much. I told you I'm waiting. 
Yeah, and then and then Madison and Lauren walk by. They're and wearing black, them and they're wearing they're wearing all black because the funeral's right now. Madison, then, remember how in the last episode Madison said uh, she doesn't handle death well, and she I remember the not... last episode where Madison said I'm goth. Well, now and in I this love episode, death. okay, <laughs> works. Madison loves death, and everyone everything's it's all and consistent. Then, uh, and then and then okay, okay, okay. So Madison Madison says, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go through this. Uh, Point by point, Madison says, "We heard that she, th- she, we heard Grace thinks that she killed her father by having sex." Yeah, and she Lauren had- says, "Lauren says not just any sex, great sex." Yeah, it's like what Grace says. says. She gave her dad a great death because she had great sex. And Amy says, "I know. She told me that." And Lauren says, "And you didn't tell us. Hmm. Why do you never tell us anything?" They were you can't guilt her for not telling you the stuff that her grieving friend told her in I a moment. I mean, they can't guilt her moment. for telling anything, her them anything because because Nobody they tell should everyone. Ever tell you anything? Why would anyone ever tell Madison and Lauren anything? I would if if I was like choking or having a heart attack and Madison and Lauren walked by, I'd wait for someone else. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you'd be like, "Help! I'm choking!" and they would go. Hey everyone, he's choking! Hey everyone, he's choking! And then they'd be like, oh, never, my God, he's oh my god, you'll never guess who's choking. <laughs> no, uh, I just keep my mouth shut and be like, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll die, I'll die <laughs> yeah. before I tell them. I, so, I really like this part, though, where Amy's like, why do you even want to go to the funeral? You're not her friends. And then they go, yes, we are. We are as much as everyone else. Which is true, because Grace has no friends canonically. Grace, no one loves Grace. And uh, then Ricky shows up and uh, asks if Madison and Lauren started a rumor about how if, if they're the reason everyone thinks the thing about Grace, and then they just run. They literally just bolt. Yeah, they make awkward face and they leave. And they're terrible people. Yeah, and they and they. and this is where we get confirmation that the reason that everybody in the school is going to Marshall's funeral is just to see the results of the bet that they're all making. Really great, great people in great high school. and normal and yes. And so uh, then Amy, Ricky- tells, Amy tells Ricky that she wants to be at the funeral because she thinks that Grace will need a friend. And then, okay, I, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this. I want to talk okay. about this. Ricky says, he's like, Amy, you and Grace aren't that close. And she says, okay, we're not, but still. And now, now hold on. I think Amy's heart is completely in the right place here because Grace has been supportive of her. She wants to support Grace. I ship this friendship. Okay, and, but... Because Amy knows, from what she was just told, that there's going to be all of these other students at the funeral just, like, waiting to see if Grace shows up. And she knows that Grace is going to need support because everyone else is going to be so shitty to her. Okay, so well, I think... Now, you can call the me issue Mario because I'm about to drop a massive, a massive butt on you. We, but... we know canonically, we know canonically yes. that Amy is lying. That's not why she wants yes. to go. Yes, you can call me sexy Mario because I'm about to ground pound your statement. Amy is literally just <laughs> doesn't want to go to work. Yeah, that, because that she's is, tired. That is legitimately exactly, and she doesn't want to be FOMO. But FOMO. Until until we got that confirmation, what a nice moment that was from Amy. Thank you, Amy. Eh, I I saw nothing of it. Okay, I have um, like whatever the opposite of like, hey. You yeah. know how you know how we have uh, verbal confirmation that everyone at this everyone in school is going to be at the funeral to see if Grace shows up. Did you count how many people are at the funeral? Because I, I didn't did. have to, because there was fucking nobody there. Yeah, it was it was literally the four people who we I counted in total. It was thirty six people. 
there was like all the main characters that we knew would be there and then, then maybe, like a like, bunch of five extra, extras like, yeah it was like 10 extras and then it was madison lauren henry and alice and then the others <laughs> for fuck's sake this everyone's so bad. going not even joe was there well, when they said everyone, they meant all of the characters on this show, which was everyone. And when they said everyone, they said they meant like every one person, and then they they accidentally got three extra. Yeah. <laughs> so Ricky um, says that it wasn't hard to take John to the daycare, and Amy hates it. And then Ricky says, "Look, if you want to like sleep in and stuff, I can take John every day." And then Rick Amy hates it so much because she, she loves her it. son. She loves him. She hates her son, and she also hates. Ricky hate loving her son more than she does. She I loves, think she loves John, and like any I good genuinely mother, think she wants to separate John from his loving father who takes good care of him and I, he loves I him. Genuinely, I'm starting to formulate this theory that the only reason Amy takes care of John at all is because she doesn't want Ricky to be the baby's dad. Uh, like like Ricky Ricky being even though even though Ricky is canonically a good dad yes who John Ricky loves. being a good dad reminds Amy that she's a terrible mom and that's the only <laughs> motivation and I know I'm starting to sound like Stefan Molyneux or something uh-huh and I'm blaming the show for that to make me sound like a horrible like women are bad now men. Amy now Amy as we all know is, is she's one of the most decadent sluts in television history Anyway, uh, so Adrian shows up and says, problems in daddy land, which sucks. Hmm, that's my favorite musical, actually. She asks Ricky on a funeral date, and Ricky says they're not a couple. And then Adrian is playing uh, Slappers Only today. Uh-huh. So she just slaps Ricky, and then Ben shows up, and she slaps Ben for that's hugging good. her. And then, and then as they fade, I was like, oh man, that was a funny Ben guess. And then as it fade to commercial, Ben makes, like, horny smile face. Did you see he this? He does smile and I I have a horrible vision of things to come. He saw Ricky get slapped. He walks up, stands directly next to him. He paints a target on his face. He leans forward and kind of turns his face at an angle for easy (laughs) slapping access. he He says, do it. Say it. And Adrian slaps him, and he says, what was that for? And she says, the hug. Which... And then Ricky's like, the hug? Listen here, bucko. Listen and then here. Ricky, Ricky, who, as we all know, like Hates. he and Adrian are totally yeah, monogamous, he, he, he says, loves if you Adrian. have sex with Adrian, someone really will die. I'm gonna kill Adrian. I'm gonna kill Grace's mom, too. D- That'll the, teach you. Do the, sh- do, do the writers know, no. like, the nope. nature of Grace, uh, of a- Adrian and Ricky's relationship? Nope. The writers don't know anything about anything. They really can't seem to decide, like, whether they're monogamous or dating or casual or if they love each other. Well, it's great because Adrian is really sad, like, not ten seconds ago that Ricky's like, we're not a couple. We were never a couple. And then she slapped him, and then Ben's like, oh, Adrian. And he's like, you better not touch her, I'll kill you. My love. (laughs) My girlfriend. Adrian, who I love and am monogamous with. Remember the episode where me and Adrian got married? The cut episode, the lost episode, the lost episode, uh, which actually ben, ben, we, like Ben I, loves I it. Some, I made some jokes about about this scene. Ben really he does like touch his face and he's like, Ooh, "I'll never wash this again. I'm gonna slap myself to add to the pain." I'll, I'll continue bad never ben. washing my bad, face. Bad Ben, it's not the Ugh. same when I do it. Ugh. Uh, so yeah, Ben Ben is horny for Adrian, and that's probably gonna happen after Adrian, Amy, and. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be you know really bad. This is a li- this is a little meta off topic. Every every episode we do, I try to take more and more condensed notes 
because I feel like my notes are too long. Yeah. And every episode, I take longer and longer notes. <laughs> I've been I've been cutting back on my notes because I've 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 just been wanting to get through the episode, and I think it's it's working because I'm watching him twice again. I'm trying so hard, but then Ben gets slapped and likes it. Ben. <laughs> Ben got slapped and he liked it. So Anne, Anne, okay. Anne, so, Anne's, so this Anne scene sucks. This is one of the worst scenes in the whole show, in what my opinion. What is wrong with Anne here for this scene? So she, okay, so she, what happened in her day was earlier she came into her office to set up for this presentation and then, or meeting or whatever, and then she had a doctor's appointment for the baby and then she has the, she comes back for the actual meeting. So, and she was at the, at the doctor and it ran late. And she shows up 15 minutes late, and nobody's there except David. And, and she David hates says, it. David says, well, it's fine. I, I told them you had an emergency, and we could do it another time. It's fine. Because Anne was running late and just didn't fucking bother calling the office with the yeah, meeting that normal. she was supposed to have to say, hey, I mean, I'll the be thing there. thing is, is Anne has never had a job. She still doesn't have a job, and she doesn't know how to do that. That's true. In women's studies, they teach you never to tell. Yeah, people they say don't away. tell, don't tell the man. Play, play hard to get by showing up whenever. Uh, David says, adult Ben says that he would he would, wanted to come to the doctor's appointment with her, and and uh, and and is like, no, I don't want you there. And I was like, wow, this is like hitting too close to home for me now. I like the part where where he's like, I still don't, I still just don't understand how this could have happened, and Anne is like. Maybe someone's not as handy with a condom as he so claimed, which ben, means that David da- did this is brag. David, this is Ben losing his virginity. Was this what is this. Ben losing his virginity? David did canonically brag to Anne about the fact that he can put on a. Listen condom. here, listen here, Anne. I am. I am the condom king. No, that's it's like, Jabba voice. Remember. I'm very good at putting on a condom, Anne. <laughs> So he says, "Yeah, I'm really good at putting on a condom." Hmm, you can really tell I'm I'm Leo Boykovich's son. Uh, so so um, <laughs> did you like I think... the part where Anne leaves and some <laughs> random lady walks in and says, "Hey, David, is everything okay?" And then the scene ends. So David was about to have sex with Anne, and he took a condom and he just sort of he put it on the wrong way, but but the wrong way was like sideways, like it was just <laughs> sort of upright, and then it just fell off, and then and then he had sex without a condom. He balanced a condom perfectly on the tip of his dick. <laughs> yeah, so then it fell off. And yeah, and that he condom forgot to take out of the yeah. wrapper was the problem. <laughs> he actually just ate the condom. Ah, damn it. That's he thought it was a works, pill. David. David. I was on birth control. It's nice to have. David, you have to eat the condom a month earlier. Yeah. It's not ready. So we're at the butcher shop and Bunny is going to the funeral and then Leo shows up and he says, I'm gonna work today. I wanna to remember what it's like to be a poor. Just for no reason, I feel like while my son is here working at the first shift that he works alone, I also feel like I should be here for no reason. I, I gotta know. judge him. Totally unrelated, I swear. We sound a and... little pro-Ben huh? right now. Don't worry Me? about it. Yeah, I think you sound a little pro-Ben. You totally misunderstood what I was saying there. Okay. Leo Leo knows that this is the first time that Ben has a shift alone. Oh, you're ben saying that Leo has no alone. faith in his terrible son. He has son. no faith in Ben. And yes. Bunny doesn't either, because Bunny is like... Hey Ben, I went ahead and got all the stuff ready, so the, I you know, the, the rush is over. Closed. There's nothing to do, and you can just stand here, and nothing. I will turned happen. off all the lights. I locked the door and shut the whole store down, and you can wait the rest of the day out here. You're actually the night I, guard. I today, closed ben. the business permanently. <laughs> we sold uh, Boykovich Industries to the Chinese, and they're going to manage the company now. Uh, yeah, ben says, then, <laughs> "Okay, <laughs> okay, uh huh." 
Ben says to uh, Leo that all the moms stopped by, and I sure now, did think now that you, he you said- skipped a, you skipped a very important point that I thought you were about okay. to get to. what were you going to say? Which is when Ben says, Dad, I thought you were going to the funeral. Leo says- Oh, yes. I never go to funerals. You know that. You know so, that, Ben. So- did Leo not go to his wife's funeral? Well, he hated his wife. He had her whacked. Leo definitely didn't go to his wife's funeral, right? Man, the thought of Ben at his mom's funeral alone is very sad, and that's probably why he's so fucked up. That explains a lot. And then Ben Ben takes two steps away to put on his apron, and they immediately start talking shit about him right in front of him. It's great. It's good. I love it. Uh, This is the sort of Leo... Yes, Leo is like, he thinks he's a grown man, he thinks he's such hot shit, but he's, he's never even gotten a sticky wet. Yeah. But he's like, what a, what a nerd. I'm Bunny. Yeah, and Ben talks about how the rush is over and all the moms. He says, yeah, he says you know how every, moms, every day the, the soccer moms come by, by to, and get r- bloody, bloody raw slabs black of meat. I thought that he said the mob stopped by. <laughs> Well, that is true. Yes, yeah, so I mean the mob is here right now. I mean, yeah, Leo's here. And uh, now, did you did you like how Leo is like? Like, I, I didn't like thought, anything about this. I just thought this would be a good chance to talk to you about Amy and the baby and stuff. Like, this I want to talk your... to you. Let's wrap, son. Let's let's stand here ra- at the front. Of, let's stand here at the front counter of the store that I own and talk well, about your Bunny sex life. Closed it. It's done. There's nothing. It's not open anymore. Oh yeah, but in the in the pretend version of the canon that will pretend is what I actually watched on Netflix, where it is open still, uh, they're just like having a conversation about Ben's lack of a sex life right there in the store at the front counter. It's good. So they're the talking about running. Ben's lack of a sex life, and uh, Leo's like, "You're too young to have sex," and Ben's like, "Tell that to all the fifteen year olds having sex." And then and then he's like, "Well, Amy got pregnant." And she's like, "Yeah, she had sex, and I haven't." And yes, Dad, it is a competition. He li- God, he does say that. He really ben, does. For no reason, Ben accuses... He's like, and also, by the way, while we're talking about something completely unrelated, I think Betty is a gold digger. It's great. And then, and then uh, yeah, then... Uh, and then Reference Stone comes in, he says, and now for something completely different. And then that's what yeah. Ben says. And then Ben says he's getting a dad divorce, and he throws his apron off and walks home. But then later we see him in the car with Betty, so I don't quite understand how that happened. We'll talk about it. And yeah, Ben says he quits, and Leo tells him to fuck so this, off, and it's good. So this is the good Reverend Stone scene. I thought so, yeah. This, I think, shot Reverend Stone up to top three. Maybe even... I think Reverend Stone's, like, one of my favorite adults now. I think he's... It's For now. Him. For we'll, now. We'll see. But he said he was doing a good job right here. He was doing a good job. And if it and weren't Grace, for something later, this would have been my cool scene moment. He's talking to Grace, and she's doing her, her big cry voice, and... uh Jack Jack told Reverend Stone everything, and he, he's like he he's says, reassuring Grace he, that she did nothing wrong. And it's he's good. there telling her that he has to go. She has to go to his her dad's funeral, and he says that Marshall he organized everything, and he he was very creative. <laughs> we'll get there. So uh, and uh, so Grace is like Grace. <laughs> Grace's brain uh-huh. genius theory is that because Reverend Stone was okay with his son having sex, that's why he's still alive. But she does because, say that because and... Marshall hated it. God killed him. But we, as we all know, God killed Marshall because he's Marshall. As as we as we all know, the reason that there are so many living fathers in the world is because all fathers they are okay with their teenagers having sex. That's true. And then Grace <laughs> Grace says, and this is verbatim, and I'm going to do it in her big cry voice because she's okay. big cry. <laughs> she was cry typing this whole scene. Like Grace's actress is good. Uh, but yeah. the, for this scene, she wasn't. No, 
she's like, it was fun. It was sinfully fun. It was the most fun I've ever had in my whole life. And that's why it was wrong. It was so wrong that it killed him. And then he's like, he like stands up on his soapbox and he's like, let me tell you something, Grace. He, I don't he know why I'm talking in Ben's backwards and says, <laughs> "Let's let's wrap." Yeah, he turns the, he turns his chair and his body 360 degrees and walks away, and he, he says, turns, "Let's he wrap." He rotates his head backwards like yeah. an owl, uh, like a like he's possessed by the devil because he says the sin words. He says, "Uh, he, he basically says he says sex." Yeah, he says sex. He says, "Uh," <laughs> and then he leaves. He says he got into the game late because he got he in. He rotates after his head around 180 <laughs> degrees. He stands up on a box. He says sex, and then he leaves. But he wa- he like bumps into the door frame as he's leaving because he's facing backwards. He glitches through dead. the he glitches through the wall. He's saving yeah. the frames. Yeah, that's it. We're not talking about what he actually said. Yeah, even though it was good. So anyway, uh, we're at we're at uh, Adrian's house. So Reverend Stone says no. that it's not. So Reverend Stone says that it's not always wrong to have sex before marriage. He's like, you know, I think that God set up those rules in the first place to pre- to prevent women, women from being treated from like being property. treated like property back. He in says those the days. only reason that kids shouldn't have sex now is because of unwanted teen pregnancies. And he holds up a picture of Amy, and he's like, "This one, <laughs> see, there it <laughs> yeah, is." And do you really want to be like Amy? Then and he turns his entire body inside out and floats away. Yeah, and then he says, also, I think that gay marriage was bad to the Bible because in those days they needed to increase the population, but now we don't. And, and he finds the hole that was made change. for him, and he gets it, and he crawls through it, and when you see him next, he's like a spaghetti man. Now, do you want to explain to me why you made that reference there? I was just thinking of weird things for Reverend Stone to be doing, and I thought the Enigma of the Amigara Fault was a, was a good one to reference. That was very out of left field, but okay. Um enjoy listeners so yeah and then this is where grace this is where grace says uh she's like well my mom can always get a new husband but i can never get a new dad i wonder if kathleen could replace her old husband with a new top of the line dad yeah, 2.0 kathleen hated marshall but i like this one him. this one does bowling instead of golf the new model they were only in love and got married and had two kids i don't see why she's so broken up about it yeah fuck my mom right she sucks don't right. fuck my mom, Reverend Stone, please. And then Reverend Stone starts right then and there. Uh, so we're at Adrian's. This is, I think, some of the best Francia Rice uh, good acting, I think, in this I, one. I really appreciated Adrian in this scene. And and Ruben walks in. Sort of. Yeah, it's weird, but I can't blame her. Everyone's being horrible to her. Ruben comes in and you can see, like, the he tried to get, like, the good dad chip installed in his brain and it's still sort of sticking <laughs> out of the back of his skull and it's not in all the way. But he's, like, really trying, but it sucks. And, yeah, and so he, Adrian he is, like, in- sobbing. Yeah, she's crying because her best friend and Jack and everyone I mean, at yes, everyone, the Christians e- is here. Everyone, them. everyone is talking. Everyone is talking about how it's Adrian's fault that Marshall is dead. And you know what? I thought that, that I felt like this was a, a like a human moment that Adrian like desperately needed lately. It was. It was. It was very good image management for for Adrian. Yes, absolutely. She's, she's devastated. Like everyone in school is is blaming her for Grace's dad dying, which is really sad. And yeah. and she's blaming. She's like the Christians are blaming me, which is funny. I it like is funny. That it is funny and. And uh, Ruben doesn't suck that much. Well, he does. He does say one hugely bad thing, but Ruben keeps his mouth shut for most of the scene, which is why I wasn't like foaming at the mouth. Yeah, but the the issue that I had with this scene yeah, there's was, an issue. 
Adrian's interpretation of all of this is that this is God's way of telling Adrian that she shouldn't be having sex because you know God he's like Adrian stop having sex I know I'll, I'll kill, I'll kill her best friend's I'll kill pious best father friends. who is I'll kill your ex- who is a good yeah. church going doctor that'll teach you and then Pillar Ruben, of the community I'll kill him Ruben I'll, in the I'll same kill way, myself Adrian, that'll really teach her yeah, that'll show you Adrian I've I barely even talked to you but that's fine. Uh, and, and maybe Amy will get punished too. Who knows? Uh, yeah, so, and then so, Adrian says that she thinks she's going to stop having sex because Ricky doesn't really love her. So I guess Ruben, Adrian loves Ricky now? Ruben, yeah, yeah. they decide. They and settle she, on it finally. Ruben, she, like, looks. But says, I don't. Hold on. Hold on. Uh-huh. When, when she says that God killed Marshall to teach her a lesson, Ruben, like, looks up like Adrian did the last episode as if to say, why would you do this? And, and, and I thought Adrian, he was rolling his eyes. No, he's, like, looking up at God. Oh, okay. And then, and then Adrian says, no, don't, don't do that. He'll strike you down too. Please, God, please. <laughs> don't look please, at God's face. He'll kill please, you. Please, God, kill Reuben. Please. And, and God's like, you better not. And then. <laughs> Reuben neck. Why does John sound like worse and then, John Wayne? So yeah, and then Adrian. <laughs> you better not, pilgrim. And then Adrian's like, you know what? I don't think I, I don't think. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, and then Adrian's like. Well, I mean, I shouldn't have sex because Ricky doesn't really love me. And, I mean, I don't and have then, anyone else to have sex then, with right now. And then Ben bursts through the wall like the Kool-Aid man with his yeah. Oh, his... yeah. <laughs> and oh, then, yeah. But, but what really happens is that Ruben just starts clapping and pulls out a popper and he's like, yes. Yeah, he's, he, sa- he, he says, says, so uh, he it, says it would be a matter of revenge and practicality. <laughs> and he, you fucking asshole. And if you see in the shot, Come the for good, your fucking daughter. The, like the floppy disk that said like good dad exe like was it fell out because it wasn't in tight enough. Uh, and then dad, Ruben said that he yeah. let a jury go home early so he could be with his daughter. Which is cool. And, and then great. he like does and this what, weird. When gra- I was he, doing like, jury duty, if that had he, happened, like, I would have been really OK with it. Uh, no, because that means that you're there for an extra time. I was being sarcastic. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, he does this weird thing where he, like, sort of wraps himself around her, like, maybe a man boa construction. What was that? It was uh, weird. That was called a hug. A hug? When Ruben yeah. does it, it's not a hug. Yeah, so our, I, I, little, little behind the scenes, our dad has never hugged Jordan, but anyway. Never... Um... <laughs> So, so Ruben's Ruben's a shithead asshole and I hate him, but he he is really trying to be Adrian's dad now, which counts for something. I just it does, wish he was but better. He just sucks so much. It'd be great if he was good. It'll take That'd him be so good. If he does good dad three episodes more in a row, I will begin to which, forget. Okay, hey, you fucking never know with this stupid ass show. Um, he might never show up again. This might be his last appearance. Did so, you have anything to say at all about this conversation between Amy, Ashley, and George? Nope. Good. All I will say is that that Ashley says that George going after Marshall's sloppy seconds is grossly inappropriate. Or Amy says that, sorry. Oh yeah, Amy says that and then Go- and then Ashley's like grossly inappropriate. Sloppy oh, seconds. Wow, what what are your words? Every now? character what? is turning into Ben. <laughs> We're gonna get to the Bengularity. That was just like the that was just yes. like ag- aggressively bored of me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh wow, you're you're a mother now, and you start using words like grossly inappropriate. She's like, like you really misunderestimated me. What the fuck, Ashley? And yeah, so then so Aunt Aunt, Amy's goes to work, and then Anne like screeches through the side, and she's like, Amy, I'm gonna be a good mom. Fuck you. She, she Anne is trying so hard to be Anne a good is, mom, and Amy is, hates is, it. Is incredibly nice, and this is 
top tier like nice Anne, and Amy fucking hate. She's like, Mom, you're here, Anne. I'm a wo- I'm a woman now. I call you by my first na- your first name, Mom. Right. You're here so I can go to the funeral because I really want to go. You can take care of everyone's kids. Yeah, and Anne's like, I left. No, actually, like, I thought that maybe it you'd would want be some help bad taking for care you of to be babies. watching one hundred babies alone by yourself. So I thought that I would come help you with that. A- Amy's like, I really don't want to go to work because I'm missing out. And then she says uh, another timely teen reference. She says, uh, I feel like old Mother Hubbard, which is a normal I thing feel for like fifteen old years. Old Mother Hubbard, and then is she a says, I look like one too, which is funny because she looks completely normal, but no scarf. Hmm. Yeah, now I had to ask, because oh, the first the first old reference neither of us got, did you know what Old Mother Hubbard was? Yeah, it's Old Mother Hubbard lived in a cupboard. It's a nursery rhyme. Okay, I, I El, had Old L. Ron Hubbard. I had to look it up. I didn't I didn't recognize it at all. Um, so then A.V. says a really now, great I, I, line I, about one, it. One important clarification. And, and, like, called the nursery and said, hey, this is Amy's yes. mom. Is it cool Can I help you? her? <laughs> yeah, it's, and yeah. Amy's, Amy's take on this is that... Inst- the way that she interprets this is you'd rather help the daycare than me. Oh like, she's helping God! you, Amy. God. What is wrong with her brain? Amy says a really great thing a mother should say, which is, the best thing to come out of this whole situation is that I have boobs. Huh. She does say boobs. that. And then she <laughs> she says... What does she say, Sam? Well, she says... About her maybe, son. She says maybe John is a blessing and a curse. And she says and, that and- God punished her by giving her John also well the, so yeah because she's repeating what grace said that they were both yes. punished and and then she she decides to kick it up a notch and say maybe john is a blessing and a curse and good she's mom. like wait good mom and it's like wait why i mean first of all he's not a punishment but he's super not a curse and she's like what's the difference and it's like it doesn't fucking matter if neither of those if things Jesus. told me she's like you know, when when your mom was was just had you, she told me that you were that she thought you were both a blessing and a curse. I'd be fucking devastated. Yeah. Good thing Mimsy won't remember. Or Anne is gonna get Alzheimer's and forget about it. That's right. Because uh, Anne so is Mimsy. Is are we supposed to hate Amy? Does the show want us to hate Amy? I don't know. I think so. Oh, and then Amy fucking loses her mind a little more when she's like, she's like, uh. I need to be there for Grace, and then Anne's like, "Grace is a nice girl." And then I love this. I and love then this Amy's shit. like, "No, Mom, didn't you hear? Grace lost her nice girl membership card because she had sex and liked it." And then Anne is just like, "Okay." Anne just laughs in her face, which is She's, the correct. You're response. a fucking and then, idiot. And then Amy's Amy's like, "No, Mom, she really liked it. She a lot. loved it." And Anne's like, "Okay, great. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Amy. Very nice." Yeah, so now Betty's here. And so Betty really, I thought Betty was going to tell Ben that she was a prostitute, but then she just tells Ben that she really doesn't want Ben to get a dead force. And Leo really deserves a better son, I think. I liked when, because, oh yeah, so Betty Betty drove Ben to the funeral because she just happened to be driving She was past. in the neighborhood. She's in the, she loves meat. She was just driving past the butcher shop and she saw Ben and was like, ah, Ben is outside. I'll give, I'll put him Do in the car. Do you notice that uh, Betty's tone of voice is like a mix of like Marilyn Monroe singing happy birthday and, and <laughs> talking to a toddler? Yeah. And that I, is exactly right. Yeah. And then Ben, so Ben says something to Betty, which is, He's like, you know, Betty, you you came along at the perfect time. You know, maybe that's what your job is. 
you came along for my dad at just the perfect time. So I guess I guess he's no longer suspicious of Betty anymore. No, he just wants minutes. Betty. He just broke up with his dad. Okay. Oh, and now now he's trying to uh, so steal. Yeah. He's trying to be Mister Steal You Girl. Yeah. So Betty's like Ben. I need to tell you something. Uh, you, I also broke up with my dad because I was sixteen and I was dating a guy named who was twenty six named Frank. Mmm, lots of that on the show still. Uh, and I'm assuming that's the the rabid dog that that yeah, Leo's gonna yeah, murder. Yeah, it, is, it is implied that that is the guy. They got she's married, still married and then to. she realized she made a huge mistake. That wasn't an Arrested Development reference. Fuck you. All right. Uh, and uh, now I'm hoping that. Because the husband's name is Frank, that he's going to be played by Danny DeVito. Okay, if you great. like my whore wife. Okay, great. Because she's a prostitute. So, yeah. So she. Uh, so <laughs> I really like she goes. She goes through this story and like she's basically. She's basically the moral of the story is like, stay with your dad. I guess even, even if you even if you feel like you've had a fight with your dad and things like can't be reconciled. You can always come back from that, and you don't want to be like me who got in a fight and you didn't you didn't make the effort to patch things up and now you can't go back to your family. So you should, you should talk to your dad and, and, uh, and just work, work stuff out with him. And Ben, Ben's response to all of this is, well, I don't think it would be a mistake if Amy and I get, if Amy and I got married and cognitive dissonance time, I'm feeling a very sincere need to get married and then he like he goes through her story like point by point explaining why none of it applies to him and it's then he great goes, and then he goes thanks for the ride though betty but i really don't appreciate the unsolicited the unsolicited advice fuck Who off said ben. anything about soliciting ah. and then funny and then funny tom sees benny that betty they're at the funeral home by the way or at the church and funny tom oh, sees betty did. and oh, then he, he waves at her and then he, ben's like why is tom waving at betty my my best friend tom did did he actually wave at her? Yes, he saw her and he waved at her. I did notice Tom like making was, a weird it face, but I it didn't realize funny. that that's what was happening. Was I good. completely forgot about Tom and Betty. So I have a question. Uh-huh. I've I've been to one, one funeral. Uh huh. Is taking a limo to a funeral? Now you always nor- want to make sure you take your funeral limo. <laughs> and we're going to the. Pr- I mean, every they really do treat like every instance of every like thing on this show like the prom. Uh huh. It like like oh, Amy and Ben's wedding. It's like, do you have a date to the wedding? Do you have a date to the funeral? So they're in the funeral limo. Uh, it's like a hearse, but but for living people, I guess. And uh, yeah. Kathleen, it's it, it's it, a it's a hiss. Does that joke work? Nope. Okay. That's a hiss is what you get when you make that terrible joke. A boo and a hiss. So Kathleen, like a, hit, like a his and hers. Kathleen is like flexing her good mom muscle so, so like hard. Like a gender binary. And Grace is trying to to like not get thrown there's a lot of like trying to get grace out of the limo yeah and and they're mad and they hate grace and they hate grace tom is apparently kathleen, delivering kathleen the eulogy just casually that- Ka- kathleen just casually says yeah well you know my mom and and dad wouldn't come because it's not their church and they don't consider it a church and they also think that marshall and i are both going to hell because i cremated, cremated him yeah <laughs> no he <laughs> cremated so difficult him, he cremated himself the plane cremated him that's true. That was when George went to identify the body. It was just a bag of ashes. I was kind of curious. Like, when a plane crashes, presumably in the ocean, do they usually, like... It wasn't in the ocean, right? Was he was it flying not? to Africa, or a third world country, I thought. 
Who's flying to Africa? Oh, were they flying over the Pacific or the Atlantic? It doesn't fucking matter. I mean, you can't get to Africa without crossing an ocean from America. Okay, but okay, but they found out two hours after they left. They found out on their oh, way home. Oh, oh, you're right, you're right. Uh, um, I, I assumed in my brain that it exploded on the tarmac. That is just what I thought. I, for some reason, was thinking that they were on the East Coast. That's weird. I don't know why I thought that for a second. I, no, they're yeah. in very normal LA, you know. I don't know why I thought so, that. So, I mean, yes, I, Tom is, yeah. Tom okay. is delivering the eulogy, which was written by Marshall, and it's such a Marshall thing to do to micromanage the fuck out of your own funeral. This is, but we're leading into the, t- to the bad Ricky scene that is fucking lost a lot of Ricky points for me. It starts out nice, where Kathleen's like, Ricky, can you help me get Grace out of the car? She's not going to get out. And Ricky's like, yeah, I'll do it. Don't worry, I promise. And then he gets it, and he's just like, Listen here, Grace! Get your ass out of the car, or I'll kill now you! you listen here, you stupid, ugly piece you of shit! You killed your fucking dad, and you're going to go to his goddamn funeral, you piece of shit! It's your fault he's dead. The least you can so do is go to the funeral. He literally, he literally says, I will drag your ass out of this car. That is a direct quote. Yeah, so what Ricky's... what Ricky's, Ricky's uh, trying to yell Grace out of the car and it sucks so much. Now, his, in his mind, and he explains this, his, his goal is, I, I, will, I will make Grace mad at me. And he tells her this. Yes. He tells her this is what his goal I is. Is get to make it, her mad at God. him. Basically so that her anger like overrules her grief yeah and so she, just she hates him so much that like, she doesn't want to be in a car with him anymore he's like i will he's like i will rather you be mad at me forever than you be guilty that you didn't go to your dad's funeral forever but my god ricky you could have probably <laughs> i mean it's, yeah that is not the way to do very it weird. especially because i mean we'll we'll, we'll talk about it in a bit because this this scene's going back and forth between yeah. shit. uh so a- adrian is now here to talk to madison and Adrian oh, I didn't write anything on. down about this. Um, yeah, I wrote maybe, down some maybe stuff. Maybe it'll turn out to be irrelevant. Adrian, Adrian asks Madison what's going on, and Madison says that Ricky's trying to get Grace to come to the funeral. And then Adrian Adrian chooses to have this opportunity be, uh, I'm mad at Ricky for being with Grace right now when I'm Good sad. times. Yeah. And and then she, she goes, <laughs> another reason not to have sex. <laughs> because, you know, Adrian... <laughs> gotta fucking know about adrian that's your best friend that ricky is trying to help right now no she hates grace now okay so george and ben are like are like scene partners for this whole rest of this episode so they're they're waiting outside the limo and uh oh my god ben says he's not happy because amy doesn't want to have sex with him and then george says i'm very happy because you're not sleeping with my daughter and that makes me very happy yeah, and then and George has ja- the biggest smile you've ever seen. Jack shows up, and then Jack's like, or George is like, Oh my god, viewers, Jack has a drinking problem! And he, weirdly, he doesn't say, like, you shouldn't be drinking, Jack. He says, don't drink alone. Which is yeah, weird. Well, I mean, I mean... Th- Listen, yeah, that's Jack, a- I'll no, have okay. a beer with you, okay? First of all, I want to address the fact that the way he knows that Jack is drinking is that he's like, Ugh. I can smell the alcohol on you. Yeah, Jack, Even Jack is Jack bathing looks and, and is acting and sounds completely like, normal. Yeah, he didn't even do like he's drunk like, voice or stumble like, or anything. Hello, hello, George. How are you doing today? Oh, yeah, you have Mr. Jurgens. Howdy, howdy, Mr. Jurgens. <laughs> well, what you don't know is that George is absolutely hammered. Lovely day for a funeral, eh? And hey, yeah, it's me, so, Jack. I'm forty years old. 
Yeah, and now I want to explain what he's saying with don't drink alone. What he's doing there is he's he's not saying he's not like chastising him for underage drinking because he's not underage. Hey, uh, but it is a thing that drinking alone people say that like if you're drinking alone it means you're not you're not doing it as like a social thing you're just doing it to dull the pain or something yeah basically so he 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 basically is saying if you're drinking alone you're doing it as a crutch you know yeah okay george Uh, as a straight edge i know all about alcohol so i am the one to talk about it and then George holds up his hand, and he has an X on it, too. And then he cries. Uh, so yeah. Ben tells... Oh, and then uh, George is like... they're talking. Ben and George are talking about how Anne is pregnant. And then Ben just says, We are one and the same, George. We are he Ben says, now. He says, You realize you're me now. What the fuck does that well, mean? Well, he's saying that, 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 that George is being pregnancy-cuckolded by another man. But it's... And just like Ben, <laughs> and just like Ben, he doesn't know whether or not it's his baby or not. I can't, I don't that have the energy to list all the reasons that that is a. Uh. uh. Okay, so back in the car, Ricky calls Grace a fucking hypocrite. Great, he calls her a hypocrite, and but I mean the reason he. Now this is this is where I was like, you're so close, Ricky, because he says he's <laughs> he's just, like he's, he's like a he's off, but he's trying. He says, think about this, Grace. You always would tell me. Jesus will forgive me for all the times I've had sex. You had sex once. So shouldn't Jesus forgive you for doing it once? And well, then the and then sir- she kind of she kind of has a look like, "Oh my god, that's a good point." And then he goes, "You're a fucking hypocrite, Grace. <laughs> Fuck you." And she and I'll she's kill like, "You and your Wait, dad. What? I'll kill your dad again." Like she was she looked like she was about to <laughs> she yeah, she's like, like she a, almost she's like there. She, it's like um, when you're you're about to have a breakthrough with your therapist, and then he says, "If I ever see you here again, I'll kick your ass." Right? Like, what the fuck, Ricky? Why would you do that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's doing a Ken Fields. Uh, anyway, Grace gets out of the car eventually because presumably she was so sick of this happening, and uh, Jack <laughs> yeah. sees Ricky and Grace, and he's like, "I don't care." He says, caring immensely. Yeah, uh, out so, loud to nobody, which is how you know he doesn't care. So then Tom delivers oh, t- the- they, they were holding hands, by the oh, way. Oh, yes. Jack so Tom delivers were. the good words to the, to the math, to everyone, which is 36 He reads people. the entire Bible. He reads, he reads all the Bible, and he says, uh, he says just a regular run-of-the-mill, uh, eulogy, except for the part where he says, uh, and let, keep in mind, uh-huh. this was written by Marshall Bowman. Uh-huh. For his son to read at his funeral. Uh-huh. And he's, and, and presumably Marshall knew that Grace and Jack would still be together, but he says, let me just interrupt very quickly to say, you had told me ahead of time that the funeral scene made me laugh harder than anything ever. Right. That you were afraid you were going to have like the police called on you. No, I said that, that a few days ago, I got a thing on the door. It's like, we've been getting a lot of noise complaints, uh, from like various people people screaming about. Yeah, people, like various people in my apartment complex have been apparently too loud, and I saw this. Various, it took, it's you. It's, it's you doing this. It is me doing this, but it caught me off guard. So, and the moment I realized what was happening, I was like, "There's no way they're doing this." And then they did it, and I started laughing like harder than I've ever laughed before. Right. So you you told me that 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 was the reaction you had from the funeral scene, and me in the moment watching Tom do, giving this eulogy, I am just fucking 
a bundle of anxiety like what the fuck is about to happen did i did i ruin this for you no oh uh yes i was brenda so so tom says the thing that his dad wrote for him which is he said we're going to celebrate my father's life with a ride to his favorite place besides in bed with with mom and then Mm. i in my in my notes i typed in all caps are they gonna make a conga line of golf carts Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So Tom says, we'll all be with, with with my dad again someday, even Jack and Grace. Especially, especially Grace. Grace. So Grace is gonna, like, triple die. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to leave Jack out of that, because Jack's going to fucking hell. And Grace uh, is gonna die as fuck, and she's gonna go to shit heaven. She's gonna go to extreme teen heaven. <laughs> she's gonna go to super heaven, double heaven, triple heaven. And uh, then... What do we hear? Drifting slowly on the wind, but uh, the worst arrangement of when the saints go marching in you've ever heard. I've ever heard. It was awful. And, and now, and now the the people who are singing it, how do they arrive to the church? They're in like a like a eight row, like in a six row golf cart, sort of like a conga dri- line, something of like sorts. a conga line of uh, a sort of uh, motorcade of golf carts being driven uh, in the head by Bunny in a purple choir robe. She's singing in the choir is the thing, and everyone gets in the golf carts is 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 not a thing. Uh, ben Ben is driving. They get in the golf carts like nothing weird is happening. No, they they aren't reacting. It's normal. This is what funerals are like in L.A., baby. And uh, the they go they go to the golf, golf cart. Motorcade pulls up, and they all just are like. They, they okay, go, well, I guess we're getting is, the golf carts. The thing is, yes, is a normal thing to do is they go to the golf course, uh, still singing when the Saints go marching in, I should say. Uh, and 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 then, as a normal people do, uh, uh, Tom, Kathleen, Reverend Stone, and Grace all get out of their golf carts, and uh, Tom scatters Marshall's ashes on the golf course on the green. And Why the then, fucking green? They didn't even dump it in the hole. <laughs> They didn't even dump it in the hole, but but the great thing is, they is be- the fucking hole! before Marshall's ashes are even completely out of the bucket, everyone else just drives away, leaving them alone with the choir uh, at the golf course. They're all <laughs> gone. They they have left. Uh, I don't even know where. They- I think they just went home and they took the golf carts, and now they all have golf carts. And the episode <laughs> ends, and that's it. And that's now, goodbye, did, Marshall. Did you and uh, did you it was notice? the funniest thing I've ever seen. Did you notice? I have two two points. Number one, uh, on the golf course. You can see the choir members sitting in their golf cart watching their lip syncs. Their mouths are not moving. Their mouths are moving, but they're not moving at the right time. Now, but the other thing that I noticed about the choir is (laughs) it was bad. Is how the song ends and then starts again. Yes, I I didn't. Yes, it was. It was. They just they they recorded like thirty seconds of when the Saints go marching in. And they just looped it, and it's the exact same it thing. It is, it is, they, they kept the scene going on too long. And it, I, I, I don't They have, like, sound. the big finish, and it's like, We will be in line for the judgment, Ooh, when the saints go marching in. Like, that's a long song. There's plenty of lyrics that they could have extended it with. No. Okay. And Bunny, yes, Bunny is like doing the like, oh, when the saints, oh, when the saints go marching in. She's like singing the like spice lines and in her choir robe, everyone's, also the choir is just amazingly bored looking. It's, it's very good. It's hysterical to me. I watched this one scene. I watched this one scene, I think every day this week. 
because uh-huh. it was just it every morning me. I wake up and open I palm s- slam my <laughs> hand onto my keyboard. It's Netflix, and right then and there I start watching Secret Life of the American Teenager it on Freeform and doing is... the moves alongside Amy Jurgens. I do the moves. I also I killed our dad and I I cremated him and I also dump his ashes. It would have been so good if Marshall had if been they had scattered his ashes, the on ashes the golf directly into the hole and said hole in one. The thing is, but they couldn't even do that. The thing is, they couldn't give me this one thing. Why, why wouldn't Marshall want that? Because I call Marshall is a terrible golfer. And he recognized I know. his own abilities. And why he could have gotten the hole in one that he never got in life. What if they had like they had like compressed his ashes into a golf ball and hit it? You know what would have been really funny? It would have been if, really great. I really wish I could have been, been at really Dead funny. Daddy's putt putt funeral extravaganza. It would have been really funny if they had if they had dumped the ashes on the green and then there was like Oh, nice nice shot, Marshall Bowman, uh, right on the green. <laughs> and then and then everyone was like Golf clapping. That sounded that sounded kind of like you were, you were doing something else, but I won't. Yeah, uh, so everyone's golf clapping and golf fapping and uh, and <laughs> and Marshall's golf fapping up in heaven and uh, <laughs> stop. <laughs> That's what Ben sounds like. I think. That's not going on the episode at all. Yeah, you cut that out. Uh, so anyway, that's the episode. That's the episode. Is the best. It was the best thing I've ever seen. Is the best episode. We can finally say goodbye to Marshall Bowman. I didn't true- care for the episode. I guess my, I guess my cool teen moment was Adrian being sad. That was the, my cool teen moment was the funeral. I think that was the coolest teen. I think that was my favorite moment in the show. I I did like it. I don't I don't think it was quite as visceral for it me as it was. Took for you. me because I I when he said his favorite place, I'd be like, it'd be so funny if they like had a golf course funeral. And then when the golf carts showed up, I, I, I had a religious experience. I went to heaven and I saw Marshall there and I said, thank you. And he said, you're welcome. And then I went back down to earth and enjoyed the rest of the scene. Uh-huh. It's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> good. Yeah. Um, it's questions. Great. Do we have questions? Uh, uh, we have a Tumblr, jurgenit.tumblr.com slash ask. That is where you can leave us questions, send us questions. And our first question this week is from Anonymous, who says, Just wanted to let y'all know I jack it! Thanks! <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you for the- yeah, you're welcome. Uh, second question is from Tumblr user Windfall Island, also known as our, our wonderful Patreon subscriber, Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. Who says... What do you think Ben Boykovich is up to in 2018, other than cranking his hog ten times a day? Uh, he's at architecture school. Um, he's running the DSA. Well, I, I know that he died, but... Uh, so, I had a realization, is that Ben Boykovich is Ken Bauman, and he does start the Santa Fe branch of the DSA, and when he said he hates well, he Al Gore... start the branch. Or, sorry, just... when he, he, he he's a member... I thought he's like... The code. He's an organizer. He's okay. So when he started, when he said he hated Al Gore, that was because he wasn't leftist enough. <laughs> That's right. I hate I hate Al Gore. He he's too much of an establishment Democrat. He's a, he's a yeah, shit lib. He's a shit. He's not a true leftist. Uh, but I mean, okay. Let, now let's. What consider, has been cause, actually? Because I mean, ben, I'm a, I'm a I'm a socialist like like Comrade Ben, Comrade uh, Ken rather, com, Comrade and, Vladimir Benin, and. 
yeah, I'm a Russian uh, psyop, and um, Opaganga like, style. I wasn't like that at at Ben's age. So no, yeah, I think that is we true. can we can assume that Ben did make some progress. And you know what? What do you think Ben studied in college? Or did he not go to college because he's a rich boy? Um, I don't remember. I think he does end up going to college at the end of the show, but then he dies. Oh yeah, <laughs> Sam, he, died. he he's dead. Never mind. Sam, Sorry, Sam. I'm not uh-huh. letting you do this one to me again. <laughs> I'm not falling for... Well, I, that wasn't a trick. You did just tell me flat out, tell me that Marshall died, so... Oh, God! <laughs> you planted it. Oh, God, did oh, you God. inset uh, me or uh, did you unset let me, me? Let me just say, genuinely, 100% not bullshitting you, if there is another character death on the show, I truly okay. don't remember it. Actually, I just remembered one, but... Nice! Okay. It's 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 not a character that we know yet. Okay, uh, yeah, I think Ben, I think Ben, in all honesty, Ben would be a person who grew up and was deeply, deeply, deeply ashamed of his high school self. I think Ben I, is I the kind of person. Agree. Huh? I do, I do think that Ben would be exactly <laughs> Ken Bauman now. I think that he would be ashamed of himself, he would become a he'd writer, brainwashed he'd feminist it. socialist. A true, he'd grow a beard. I mean, I was a piece of shit when I was Ben's age, so... I was never that... Yeah, that's... I mean, nobody was that bad. That's not true. That's true. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. He would would be Ken Bauman, and he would also crank his hog ten ten times a day. Ten times a day. Uh, next question from And some say he's still cranking his hog to this very day. If you found yourself in Sloat as a Sloat character, who would you be friends with? What would your connection to the plot be? And how many episodes before you disappear? And then there's a superscript one... (laughs) so what i guess i guess the answer is one to that last or is that is there is there a footnote that we never get to see oh shit or Uh, or is this entire question raised to the power of one yeah so it's just that but well no you read it the right amount of times exactly Uh, okay Um, who would you be um i think i would be well it's not who would we be it's who would we we're we're just we're not a a character we are on the show yes oh we're on the show who would we be god I don't know. I think, realistically, uh, nobody, because I had no friends in high school. Yeah, I think I would be... Here's the thing. I would make the best of my time on this show, and I would go, and I would find Ben, and I'd beat him up, and I'd say, say it. It's slut school, because that's what I've said (laughs) up before, and this is a belief I continue to maintain. And then I would disappear after, like, 30 seconds. This does make me realize something, which is that... Secret Life is a very weird teen drama in that it doesn't really have any of the, like, clicks that you'd expect. Like, no. I'm trying to think, like, who are the nerds? There aren't really any nerds. Ben, ben and Henry Nelson Ben is, like, a like, dork, but he's not a nerd. No. This show is there, very... There's not, like, the popular kids or I anything mean, like that. I mean, it's like Adrian and Grace are cheerleaders, but it's not like they're shallow Now, okay, or... dude, I that, that reminds me. I recently found out, I... Grace and Adrian? Yeah. Grace is a cheerleader, Adrian is a majorette. Those are different things. Uh... I al- oh. I always thought a majorette was just a cheerleader. Is majorette like baton or color they're, guard? Yeah, they're or? they're batons while the marching band does their thing. Oh, I know, right? Huh? Yeah. So we're oh. idiots. We're yeah, idiots. I found this no, out from we're... Argyle, who was like, "Oh yeah, I knew that you were wrong. I just didn't bother telling you." I'm like, "Cool." So thanks, they're not <laughs> cheerleaders. Okay, that actually makes sense. Why they don't know each no, other? Grace the... is a cheerleader. Yeah, Grace is a cheerleader. Adrian isn't. Adrian is so not they did not know right. each other. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Uh, anyway, other... who would we be friends with? I, I, if if anyone, probably Henry. Yeah, Henry or, I mean, I guess that's it. I'd probably be friends with Henry. I'd I'd maybe talk to Ricky because I play the drums too, and as we know, Ricky loves the drums. Watch all of my friends from high school listen to this and be like, "I was your friend in high school. What do you mean you didn't have friends in high school?" Was there was there a barbershop quartet at at Grant High School? Because I'd probably be friends with them. No, that's an extracurricular activity, and they don't have time for that. Okay. Uh, what would my connection to the plot be? I would be around. I, I would, would. I would have the same relevance as Madison and Lauren and Henry Nas, which is to say none. Yeah, I would. I would. Uh, I would be like. I would show up inexplicably at Mark Molina's office one day when he's gone, and just be like, "I'm here to spray for bugs." <laughs> as a student, as like a we student, do. like a normal, as like, a, and then I'd say, uh, and I'd say, Henry Kissinger gave me this pen, and he's Pokemon going to die. <laughs> Thanks for advertising my You're other podcast. Welcome. It's great. Um, Donald Rumsfeld gave me this pen. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, how many episodes before I disappear? I think I would be on for the first four seasons, and then I would just disappear and never be heard from again. Like, and I, nobody like would it, ever mention me. Like, like Ashley, I'm assuming. <laughs> Uh, I would be on for the first season, and then I'd die in a plane crash in the first episode of season two. Good. Um, <laughs> Leaving trauma in one of the characters. Uh, I'd be like, Grace, doc- Grace, you're my best friend, and I really don't want you to have sex. And I just want you to know that before I go on this plane ride with yes, your I'll dad. Uh, Dr. Activisionary asks, Ooh. hey, long time first. <laughs> oh, sorry. hey oh. Time long, time first. Uh, why is Ben trash? I'm not saying he isn't, but I want to hear him get roasted. Okay, thanks. Also remember, smoke grass, eat ass, and sled fast. <laughs> so that's all of those reasons are why Ben is awful. No. Uh, so Ben is the creepiest weirdo you've ever met. He is massively possessive. He is absurdly, like, hyper, hyper horny in a way that... He's just convinced himself that he loves this 15-year-old pregnant girl and is going to raise her baby. He calls he her a, a disgusting, whore. He is a disgusting combination of egotistical and horny, and he he thinks he's he is so, so nice. proud of himself that he thinks that he is some, like, angel from above yes, descended he, to save the poor Amy. I mean, but in reality, he just wants to get his dick wet, but he doesn't believe he, he he could never believe something so negative about himself so he assumes he tells himself that he's not horny and never will want to have sex but I then mean, the second the baby's out of her he's like mm, my turn let me in i mean just think about some of the things that ben has said i mean he's he makes amy say i love you he mm-hmm. fucking proposes to her on their third date that immediately calls her a whore and then doesn't let her say no he says a simple yes would do he gives adrian five hundred dollars to let her drive him ride with Amy to the abortion clinic. So she's going to get an abortion. And, he, and he's like, he, no, he says, no abortion. We both he know says you're that. Not. He says, no, no abortions. We both know that's not the that right answer. That is literally answer. a verbatim quote. And then he no, goes, no they, abortion. Then they like, he goes into the room Bad with Amy. her and talks her out with it. He talks her out of it. He fucking, he just everything, everything, everything Ben do. I'm angry now. Uh. It's bad. Thanks, Dr. A. Um, Thanks, Dr. A, for making me angry. I'm not going to smoke grass. I will not eat ass, and I will not sled fast. I will sled very slowly. Gotta sled Um, faster, 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 faster. Anthony Hobson asks, if you could retitle this week's episode, what would you call it? Also, whom's to... What? (laughs) 
homestead stoner when they grow up. Uh, if I could retire now, this is a this is a bad one because this is a title that the yeah, name this is the one works. that works. Uh, I would call it uh, uh, Dead Daddy's Putt Putt Funeral Extravaganza. I would call it oh, when the Saints go marching in. I would call it Hole in One. Well, yeah, that's because Jack got to the Hole in One. Hey, oh, also, uh, so who would be a stoner when they grow up and. Ricky, maybe? I don't know how Ricky is at the end. I, I don't see Ashley as a stoner. Uh, I think... Joner. Uh, I think that... Henry? Uh, I mean, not Adrian, because she's straight edge for reasons Henry? that she likes. Uh, I think that Henry and Alice would be stoners. That seems fair. They seem... I mean, I mean, they love onion chips and dip, and that's like... That's like... that There, right? That's like a thing. That seems yeah, like I a think... thing that a st- stone bone would do. I think Henry and Alice would be stoners, and I also think that uh, I don't remember where Grace's character goes, but I can see her becoming a stoner. You also said you could see her becoming a vapist, which is great. That's right. Yeah. And Tom already is a stoner. Because okay. he likes throwing stones at his sister to make her feel All worse. All right. Uh, and last question of the week, Anthony Hobson asks... a lot. Anthony Hobson asks, I'm gay? There's no question mark there, but it's a question, so... Oh, no, Sorry. I didn't realize Tumblr changed their formatting. They actually all these none of these were questions. Anthony Hobson said, "I'm gay." Oh, so it's like Yahoo Answers. Period. Question mark. Yeah. So, um, thank you for letting us know. Very um, good. I support you. I I and, don't. I'm bad. I hate. I hate that. And how how can I virtue signal? Um, I'm a big special. You're an ally. ally. I'm a yeah. big big jumbo ally. Jumbo spicy big ally. Yeah. I am also, I'm a bigger ally. I'm 10 feet tall. tall. Well, I'm a, you're a taller ally, but I'm a longer alloy. Um, you actually I'm, go I'm, six feet into the ground. I can't lie down in bed because from my back to the tip of my stomach is 30 feet. I'm taller lying down well, than standing up. Well, I, this bit got funny, never. Hmm? Thank, very, very nice. I agree Thanks, with yeah. Thank you, Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. Jurgenit.tumblr.tumblr.tumblr.tom. Twitter.tom slash jurgenit. Twitter.tom slash posi stress is me. Twitter.tom slash bradipus rex is Jordan. And I'm Tom. And I'm also Tom. Stay on the green. Thanks, Tom. Keep out of the sand pit. Swing and a miss. Sand pit. Sand trap. There you go. Sand Maybe they call it the sand pit. I don't fucking know. Bye. Blue water. Bye. Brandivision. American Teenager Radio.